What's up, openers? We are on episode 1717. I know you guys are aware where is Solomon. Solomon's at the Dick Dyes Boys Convention. <laughs> he will be back next week. So we'll be holding down for Solomon. Well, welcome to Oplisha Podcast, where we have an open and honest conversation about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. I'm your host, Rodney. I'm Devin. I'm Tay. And we are about to start this good old show. So, Saul, I'm going to hold it down for you. Make sure you have them thighs out, sweetie. Yes, do your thing. <laughs> How was your week, De uh, Devin? I had a good week. I'm feeling like a little bit under the weather. It's not COVID. I got my COVID test. But my sinuses are like all like congested. Oh, like, Jesus. Like I have a headache all in here. So I did not even want to come on camera tonight. I was going to cancel on you girls. <laughs> but I'm here because I love y'all. He's dressed part. like he's making out. You. <laughs> well, you know, I have to look my best. Um, but I'm, I love my our viewers and stuff. So I'm here. I'm excited to be here. Though I'm glad I pushed through. Um, it's been a good week so far. Busy, of course, as always, but a good week. So I'm looking forward to the weekend. I see you showing your um sides. Did you get the surgery? Yet? I didn't get it yet because I probably <laughs> wouldn't be sitting here. Okay, I'd be still in bed. Sitting in bed, wrist. Hey, for the bedroom. Or be of the recovery house. <laughs> I know. Say, so how's your week been? How was your weekend? It's raining, child. I'm tired. <laughs> What's going on? Just working. I'm just trying to get to next week so I can go on my little vacation, child, and enjoy the beach and the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all going to Miami, right? Yes, we're going to Miami next Friday. So What's yeah. the hotel name so people can talk? <laughs> <laughs> so paparazzi can meet you there. Paparazzi can be in the same <laughs> open relationship. <laughs> 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 I just want peace and quiet. <laughs> I understand that. Oof. How was your week? Child, my little cousin had a stroke oh, at the age of 19. But praise God, she's walking and talking. But she had her, she was paralyzed on her right side. So today she's walking and stuff. So I'll, um, I just want to encourage people, um, when you are having children, and not saying this is my family's fault, but this happens a lot, it is very imperative that you check the family history. Cause just because cute two cute two people get together don't mean they for each other. You can have sickle cell tray. I've seen kids with that working in the hospital. That's not something cute. You can really pass down bad genes. If there's such thing as bad genes, you should know. Right. You know, being So if you fell in love with somebody and you realize that they have bad genes, you I, wouldn't. It's not if you want kids, it's not fair to the children. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't do it. Right. If I was cared for sickle cell and my partner was cared for sickle cell, I wouldn't do it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like you that's a fifty percent chance your child's gonna be yeah. sick. You know what I mean? That's tough. It's tough. Well, there's more people out there, child. There's <laughs> <laughs> more people out there. But I wanna say thank you, God, for real, um, for this saving my little cousin life. And, you know, please people just do your background check on people, you know, Lord, cause it's crazy out here. And yeah, just take care of yourselves in general. Take care of your health, go to yeah. the doctors, get your checkups, just do what you need to do, eat right. Um, for the most part, if you can't eat right all the time, then do it when you can. Child. But that's important. But I love a steak, but I'm fasting. Oh, I have my um physical tomorrow. Okay. So I'm fasting at 12 a.m. Okay. Are you nervous about anything? Oh, no. Okay. No, like nothing? No, I'm really good. I can't wait to see my doctor. He's fine. Oh. <laughs> hey, doctor, you going to check the balls? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, all God. I have, y'all. So wait, he's, that means he's going to examine your prostate too, then, right? So we're going to put his fingers. 
No, he just looks at the hole. So what he do? He spreads it. Oh, okay. But not as wide that like, no, it, not, it was like sexual. No, yeah. no. He just literally did a little, okay, you're good. You really focus on the ball area. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I wait for my yearly checkups. I hope he doesn't see the podcast because he's going to recommend you see another doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing well, doctor. Again, I don't know. He might, he might be looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next segment of our show tonight. Our sponsor is Devon Persian Restaurant. Uh, we've been here a couple times um the first time or nothing it was my second time i went was when we all went together yeah 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 Um, i remember that okay yeah yeah. and uh remember you got because you got you really liked the duck the duck was really good you got got one there and then you got a whole nother duck to go and you started eating it before we even left the restaurant i did it was good they got good hookah too it was exactly they have hookah uh their drinks are really good the aesthetics are beautiful um so check out devon in midtown Hopefully they'll sponsor us again because I would love to, you know, go there on their tab. Um, but yeah, thank you, Devon. So check them out if you haven't already. Again, they're located in Midtown, and that's Devon D I V A N Persian Restaurant. Yes, please go. But also, not to shit take away from this wonderful sponsor, we are going to be sponsored by um, Juicy Crabs. So they'll be coming soon. Yay. So <laughs> yes, but no, we gonna get some free, we get free coupons, free everything. I can't wait. Working out the deal now. <laughs> we say Look, bad things. We don't get sponsored by people. I know, so but I'm, not take away for Devon. <laughs> Devon. 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 I was just saying I don't really care for Juicy. Girl, shut up. <laughs> Say your segment before you get us a sponsor. All right, so I'm gonna pull us off today. See, we got our wine today. Shit, y'all are pissed the people off. <laughs> All right, so I'm pull a talk with Tay today. She is a super freaky girl, 15 years in the game and still breaking records. Nicki Minaj becomes the first solo female rapper to debate at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 since Lauryn Hill in 1998. Also, she is the only female rapper to She's go number the one. first. It's and it be at a, a number one too, and she was solo. No, no, lying about stuff like this. I don't know. Lauren Hill stands out in this whole thing for me. I didn't think Lauren Hill was a rapper, but no, but she knows that's true. But they be lying about Cardi B didn't have a number one. Remember they were clowning Nicki Minaj saying how they when it was um. You can't fuck with me. I don't know. Oh, Kodak, Kodak, Kodak. Nuh-uh, nuh-uh. These are red by the... yellow. No, 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 no. It's that song. That's Kodak Yellow. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes. That song she made. You know it went up when that's it? That was the one. Oh, that's it. So she... So that's... Nick Minaj's not the first. So it's not your fault. We yeah, wrote this. Lie. I don't like liars. Shit, everybody <laughs> lied then. Because it's all <laughs> over. Like liars either. You but, know, you know they're trying to say Nicki Minaj is like number one. I think production's looking it up right now. Perfect. Yeah, uh, she's not the first. I mean, I I don't. I mean, well, look, I'm sorry, I did cut you off. Oh no, it's fine because oh, I mean, she's correct if it's wrong. Shit, I don't I know mean... why I said she had to cut all the Cardi B fans come after us. Okay, <laughs> that's what I put that out there. Cardi B was the first after Laura Hill to get a number one. Let's put that out there. Yeah, but Nicki Minaj, congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Making it the second solo hip hop. Yes. 
They be wow. <laughs> kudos to my girl Cardi. Invite us over. Damn. Yeah, because we love both here, but we just want to make sure we, we love do accurate information. Yeah, that's I love true. Nikki and Cardi. Oh, I don't love Nikki. I, I love, love Cardi more. Yeah, well, I don't love Nikki. I like her, but I don't love her. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I like the old Nikki when Nikki came out, like when yeah. she first came out. Like, what was it? Re Roman's Revenge and stuff, like her alter ego. Yeah, that Nikki that. was cool, but this Nikki now is. Yeah. It's a whole different person, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um. So also, well, I guess this is factual. She's the only female rapper to go number one this century. <laughs> no. No. Who wrote this? Girl, I don't. <laughs> this is awful. Y'all said that we weren't doing this anymore, that we weren't going <laughs> to. I mean, it's not him. It's he a, I mean, like, I wrote this from somewhere. It's yes. sourceful. It's yes. Just, yes. That's what I'm saying. It's it like, wasn't that sourceful. It wasn't. Seven so different sources. This is, you know, this is something to give her congratulations. Yeah, so we want to congratulate Nikki on her number one. Okay. Um, She's also hosting <laughs> and receiving the MTV VMA's <laughs> Vanguard Award this Sunday. So congratulations, Nikki. For whatever you achieve, because <laughs> for all of your achievements, I don't like, know what's going on. <laughs> girl, thinking of pay somebody a lot. <laughs> you know she did that before somebody told on her and got her in some trouble. Yeah, and that's a part of why I don't really care for her. Yeah, because like, she just <laughs> Nikki said, "Puppets, I don't give a fuck who don't know the truth." With <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have to start asking people. But are you a Nikki fan? I do like Nikki. Well, I mean, I like. How is this to the Nikki fans? Is this a big moment for you guys? Um, which part? Getting number one finally after fifteen years. Bitch. I mean, I feel like I feel like it was overdue. I'll say that. I mean, Nikki's a definitely a talented rapper. Um, she definitely has you know open doors for other rappers. And she's had some songs that I thought should have been number one already. What I do, Susan? What song you think? Because I, I think Super Bass for one. I don't know that was a huge hit. Like Super Bass. Anaconda. And I did like Super Bass. Not for number one. No, not for number one. It went but diamond. It, it should have definitely went number one. I think because they can play it. The boom, 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 boom. No. And um, so I just think Anaconda. Anaconda should have went number one. It should have went number one. It went number everybody two, but it got everybody play Anaconda. Yeah, it's nasty, but. I mean, I he didn't had like another that. one that I really like. Um, what else? Nikki is Nikki's really good on features. Like she's a feature girl. I like Starships. Starships is another, one. and it was a really big hit for her. Um, Starship was really big for her. It didn't go number one, but it it did top the chart. It was a top higher than the motherfucker. It was techno. Yeah, it didn't go number one, but it was on the top ten of the charts. Yeah, it was a really was big song too. Um, but I say I like Nikki on features. Like, yeah, she's really too. good on features. Like, she killed a person. Whoever song it is, she kills it. Like, better than they do. I would agree with that. I love her on features. Yeah, like, she's really big on features. So. When she did it, uh, Monster, Monster. Oh, that's like her know. biggest feature. That's her biggest that's feature. That's her biggest feature. feature. Like, everyone loves yeah. that. Um, I like her song. Like, her like, her like, do we have a problem with her? I do like, do we have a problem with little Baby? That was a good one. It went number two. It didn't make number one, but it went number two. So, I mean, she's... Like what door did she guys. open? Because you said she opened doors for a female. I rappers. mean, what I mean, but okay, when I say that, I, I mean as far as like I need names. When 
I need to know how she opened the doors. Yeah, I mean, because when Nikki came, when Nikki came into the game, it really wasn't too many female rappers other than Remy Ma, who really was. Well, she was in jail, so she really wasn't doing too much. But Trina has um, always been consistent. We are not gonna do Trina like that. Trina, Trina's very. She's she she she's never this. She's really this. I mean, Trina, I mean, I like Trina. Like, I respect Trina. She's, the, you know, the Miami girl, the queen of Miami or whatever. But, I mean, Trina hasn't had that many hits either. I mean, but Trina is still. But, I mean, Trina's a good rapper. She'll play now. Especially for her, for her age from one and then, like, for her not to have that many hits. I feel like she's doing really well, like, still. For herself. But when I say Eve, that, she it, don't make music, but Eve is right. still paid. Yeah. And she got that rich. <laughs> I mean, even her husband's a billionaire. That bitch ain't got to do shit exactly. no more. But this is what I'm going to say for Lil' Kim, because people don't understand. Lil' Kim came out like in what, 92? Don't get me lying. No. Three, 95. Yeah, I give her 95. Lil' Kim has been dominating since 95 to 2008 or 9, right? When did Nicki Minaj come out? That's a long fucking time so i was not mad at Kim and not making music and not doing stuff because she was like she was mtv black girl rap yeah. black girl for a very long time very relevant. she was very fashionable like like all the fashion labels went after look Lil, Lil Kim was the first black female artist to break into the fashion world industry we mm -hmm. cannot take that from her even Nick when i said that mm -hmm. so let's just put that on record yeah so when people like shit on Lil' Kim, I just be like, well, bitch, how long do y'all want people to make music? Because Beyonce be gone for seven, five years, too. And she come out with an album. Her album wasn't that good to me, but y'all live for it. It's but just been the the body stuff with me. Yeah, I about to say science bang. That's the ass. only thing I hate what Lil' Kim did, because she was beautiful. Yeah, I still but, admire her, though, respecting yeah. her work as an artist, but just not her body. Because it wasn't for Lil' Kim now. We, I'm just saying, like, she, she's that bitch. So she, maybe she opened some doors. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Salt and Pepper opened some doors, and then Lil' Kim came with an extra, extra spice. As far as, like, freaky, deaky rapping, Lil' Kim, to me, started that, yeah, in my gosh, opinion. Yeah. And if y'all know somebody else who started it, please let me know. But in my opinion, with sucking dick like a pro, <laughs> make a, a Sprite can disappear in your mouth, yeah, that's Lil' yeah, Kim. Yeah, like, I'm sure. just keeping it real. Sure. Like, that's true. That's all for sure, too. <laughs> so I'm just, so, yeah, like, City that. Girls, even Trina, like, bitch, y'all know Lil' Kim will teach y'all how to suck that dick. Yeah, I love City Girls. <laughs> I'm still yeah. trying to put a Sprite can in my mouth. You can't do it? I can't, can you? I can't, like, make it go all the way <laughs> Bitch, I can't but open I can that it, <laughs> You got the other kind of throat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say it's about but Nikki is to be respected. Nikki can write, and I would never take that from Nikki. Nikki did come in at a time where I feel like it was a lot of female girls rapping. Yeah. People was very light mm -hmm. hostile. Yeah. They got a little song, but Nikki came in and when she came in, she dived deep and she did what she needed to Especially do. Especially with that personality and stuff. Yeah, I just hate that she changed. Um that's one thing I like about Cardi B. Cardi B is still the same. She has been famous a long time, like it's Nikki and them, but to me, She's not switching up on the game. Yeah, and she's personable, so she doesn't mind like allowing us to get to know her. Like she's more vulnerable with her emotions, with her feelings. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like we know her in a sense. And I feel like we can respect her more because she shows us like more of her. Yeah, that's why I like um Megan. Megan's very active on social media, the city girls. Like, I like to see you. Exactly. Who are you as outs behind cameras? It's behind camera. They say Nikki's like a 
itch behind camera. She's a bitch at all. I think she's arrogant. Like, I think she's an arrogant bitch. No offense. Like, I respect her work, but I think she's an arrogant bitch. I mean, these other two girls that y'all just mentioned, them bitches do, like, they, they're just the same. Who? They just do shit and hide their hands. No, bitch. Cardi and Megan. Like, like, let's be clear. Like, like them bitches are very, what? like, they're very shady. They do shit, and like I said, they do shit. I'm trying to do it under the radar that people don't catch it. So what? But like just, okay, just for instance, like right now, it's some, it's a beef going online about Megan and Nicki because Nicki wrote in her song "Super Freaky Girl" that my mixtape sold more than your album or whatever, which it did. Was she coming from Megan? Because Megan came for her first on her album. What did Megan say? It was a verse on it was verse on Megan's album that was specifically for Nikki. And how we know that is because it was from Nikki's verse off her song Feeling Myself. So now what did Megan I wish say? I could pull it up. Um I wish I could pull it up. Go ahead, Mo, pull it up. <laughs> um I think it was gift gift and curse. But how do we know for sure that Girl, if that you put the, the lyrics together, like no, not to say this. Well, no, it, that may not been the start of. Now, the start of it, I think, was when she made the song with Cardi. Because if you remember, when Megan and Nicki made the song together, "High Girl Summer," Megan was all on uh, Instagram Live talking about Cardi with Nicki. Like they were both shading her, and then girl, then she offered you a song, and girl, you jump on her bandwagon. Like I just very fake. <laughs> I will say this: one thing I like about Trina, Trina broke it down so effortlessly. Why would be beefy? If somebody's hot, get cool with the hot girl, you be hot, get re hot. Mm, right. He said, like I she, like she said, I, she she don't get in these female beef. If you don't like Cardi, bitch, ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. If Cardi called me and say, bitch, let's get on the track, guess what I'm gonna do? Get on the track. And see, that would be different <laughs> if she wasn't like talking about her and stuff. Then I'd be like, okay, well, but she's crap. But girl, they was really on. She's like, yeah, I don't like her personality. Like you were girl, you were on there talking about her. So well, and she say that party pop forgave her. They're not. I would say they're not wrong. They're not innocent. They're not, obviously not completely innocent. But as far as overall character and the way they carry themselves. I see them way more humble and open than Nikki. That's all. I will say. I will now. I will admit this. Nikki's fan base. You see it? Okay. So, but I will say this. Nikki's fan base. It was confirmed that uh, <laughs> Megan through Shane allegedly and Nikki. Well, it's not a legend anymore. Cause got the verse. Like it, yeah. So, but I will say Nikki's fan base put her in a lot of shit. Like she could be on the highest, and when she come back, she be for everybody, and she don't even know why because. The barbs are getting into it with somebody. And but I just that she wasn't doing that to show, like, hummus to Nikki, or do they think that she was really shading Nikki? No, girl, that was hummus. It was shade. Read it, please, yeah. production. Yourself, put down your curse. How's that going? Okay, so no, I don't get it. I feel like y'all are reaching a little bit. I'm not reaching. I get so. Nikki so put I'm on we go up. In a say my name, make you nervous. Listen to what she's saying. Then on her song, feeling myself, she said tripping on the perps. Come on now, you have to read between. That's why I say they do shit. Is under the, a perp? Right, has she ever been accused of? She always said that. Yeah, she already oh, said that. Okay, okay. 
I so that's why I say they do shit either. under the radar and try not to get caught and be shady. But bitch, you get caught. It is. Was it warranted? Was it some beef behind the scenes that we don't know about? All I know and, they don't, that's what I said. All I know is they don't talk anymore. Like, all I know they don't talk anymore because... What I'm saying is, though, bar for bar... Meg can go toe to toe with Nikki. Now I Cardi agree. B came. I, I want. I would never say <laughs> yeah. Cardi B. Throw your ass up. We still love you though. We still you. But we gonna go from bar to bar. Megan and Megan and Nikki will be. I, I would like to see it. Yeah, I would say to see it. I agree with the bars, but he's more versatile. <laughs> like Megan's songs. Yeah, I would say to see that. Megan's songs sound the same, but she can go bar to bar with her. But when it comes to being lyrical. She can't fuck with I you. I mean, Nikki said the same shit too. My big wet ass, my fat ass. Right. You bums are. She can switch her flows up. You whores are bums. I'm the number one. I mean, what else does she say besides that? Nikki can switch her flows up. Everything with Megan is on the same tempo at all times. Like that's why her album sounds the same. Like most songs do sound. The it, same they all sound the same. Like there's it's no better than them. Cardi's definitely yeah. a better entertainer. Her videos are a lot better yeah. than both. I very give her that. Like she's very artistic when it comes to her visuals. Like. Hands down, I give her that. Like, she has the best visuals, period. I would love to see a collab with Nikki, Cardi, and Megan. Me too. I think it I think be the fire. world would. The world would like the world but would they, always yeah. beefing, they, they always beef it. They always But it's because of their fan bases. It's not because of them. Like, they let the shit go, and the fan base boosted right back up. Like, now it's all Cardi this, Megan that. Like, it's a mess. Pretty trying to fight Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> but what's that not on Cardi head? I don't, somebody threw a shoe at her. Somebody's homegirl. Well, somebody, one of Nikki, one of Nikki's, yeah, threw the shoe at her. One of Nikki friends threw a shoe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope they got that whore. <laughs> they, they hit my bitch because my bitch said, "Come here," right. and Nikki said, "I'm standing right here." <laughs> oh, scary ass bitch! Talk come, all that shit. Because don't say come here in front of everybody. <laughs> Now I gotta come here because we're in front of everybody. Like, what the hell? So they hit her with a shoe. They hit her with a shoe, yeah. I mean, they did the best thing they could do because they obviously couldn't grab her. So that's like the next best thing. So your shoe, I, I mean, that's, be... that's how I would get. Like, okay, well, I can't hit you then. What can I grab? <laughs> bitch. Yeah, she put a shoe and they clocked her. You must have been a heel, bitch, because it clocked that night. That clocked the fuck out of car. That was serious. That's so cute. And they kept saying that Nikki hit her. I said, Nikki did not hit you her. Damn well, Nikki did not hit her. Child, they be lying for the ground. Uh, but that was a good little discussion. It was a good uh, Share with them. No, let me try to be Solomon, child, because, you know, he's so proper and I'm a little hood. I was going to say, did we discuss his wisdom? His I don't know. Is that going to be Rodney? I mean... I mean, do you want to no, do no, it? No, no, no. I was just saying. I was just like, oh, you we didn't talk about okay, it. Okay, was you want to do it? No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys, for the Menage Twi, we're going to talk about something very serious. So I just want to get my serious voice on because, you know, this is still an epidemic going on with it. And it's starts with three words and it's HIV. So the theme today for this week is HIV N. As you all know, HIV started in the late 80s. Um unfortunately it took out a lot, a lot of people due to not having a lot of medication out there. Shout out to Poles who really painted a very vivid picture of the eighties uh, and nineties. Yes. Like to picture to visualize what how it went, um, you guys. So um, just from watching, let's just start with this. Just from watching polls, did it really help you get to understand the HIV epidemic? It did. I I learned so much because I've um. So my uncle actually passed away from AIDS. Like obviously, 
way back when, obviously, you know, when there was, like, no medications, like, all that. Um, so just kind of asking my family, like, you know, what is that? How do you get that? And them kind of giving me, like, a broad answer. And then me learning, like, or hearing people say, oh, like, if you're gay, then you're likely to get AIDS. And then so learning, okay, the difference between AIDS and HIV. Um, and just watching that show and doing my own education, even though we can get our own education, just watching that show really took us back in time. Like, it really showed us the emotion. It showed us, like, oh, my God, like, I think we... Like, I put myself in their shoes to be like, oh, my God, like, what would I do if this was a situation that was a situation and all of the people around me were dying from, you know what I mean, something that any of us could get. Um, so it just it just really opened my eyes to a lot. It just made me thankful that, you know, of course, I'm still going to practice safe sex. But, you know, God forbid, if if I if that did happen to me, if I did get HIV, um, then it wouldn't be a death sentence. So that that was really everything was really emotional for me, but it was also a learning experience. Mm. Yeah, the close was definitely emotional. Um, to see where it was then and where it's at now, it just makes you be like, okay, wow. Like some people didn't even have a chance. Like now you have a chance. All you gotta do is take your medicine and do what you have to do to take care of yourself or whatever. But then it was just like there was no cure there was no medication and if it wasn't medication it was so expensive they couldn't afford it yeah so you know it's just like the day and age that we're in now it may not be the best but we're in a way better place now when it comes to that mm. we're in and that's for um to be with <laughs> real with you guys this is gonna be a truthful and honest conversation so i would advise when i'm talking <laughs> do not listen to me okay because I, I second, feel like do not listen to him. And do not. I feel like people. He feels it's for everybody. No, this is personally Rodney' personal opinion. We're having friends from it. We're having people dying from it, and things of that nature. So I'm going to speak my truth. And so if you cannot handle people, because I hate people with pussyfoot around stuff and all this kind of stuff, I ain't got to be rude and nasty. I'm going to be real with y'all. So I just want to put that out there. That's my disclaimer. Okay. Um, but between 3.9 or 43.8 million people live with HIV globally, approximately 38.4 million at the end of 2021. 1.2 million people in the U.S. live with it today. Um, and just to piggyback off what you said, take this is um very very um this touches my heart. Cause back in the day, unless you was rich, rich, rich. You could not afford the medicine, right. and you were dying like flies. Yeah. Like, everybody was dying yeah. from it, unfortunately, back in the 80s and early 90s. Now, I feel like today's society treat HIV like it's a STD yeah. because we have medicine. So now HIV is not such a detrimental thing to people. It's like, oh, I got HIV. It's whatever. Not saying it's perfect because I don't think anybody's like, oh, I have HIV. Should be happy about it. And people it. take more risks because Yeah, because, because now you do have medicine mm -hmm. that can really help you live a long and live right. youthful life and adult life and don't turn into AIDS. So do you all feel that today's society is less reckless with HIV because of the medicine or are they just being who they are? I think because of the medications and stuff that people like now, because, you know, now they have PrEP as well. Like people take more risks because, oh, shit, I can just get on PrEP. But at the end of the day, PrEP does not prevent it. 
you know, it does not fully prevent it. Yes, it helps, but at the end of the day, they let you know when you start taking it that it's not a hundred percent guarantee it's gonna protect you from getting it. So people need to understand that and stop taking risks like that. At the end of the day, I understand that sometimes sex is better with our condoms and stuff, but you have to think about it. It is, but you have to think about like the longevity of the situation. Like, is it really worth that? 10, 15, 20 minutes of that and then dealing with something for the rest of your life. Too. Bitch. <laughs> Girl, I sold your soul for two minutes. <laughs> and then you have to deal with something for the rest of your life because of it. Yeah, you're right. Like, is that really worth it? Yeah. Child, how do you feel? Yeah, I, I would agree that for sure um, on what Tay's saying as far as it being more, people are just more open, more careless, carefree about it. Um, but also, I don't know if it's like it's more in the light that guys are like doing more and more of having sex unprotected sex with males and females i don't know if it's like more prevalent now or are we just more educated on it now but if in my opinion i feel like it's more prevalent it's more common it's like oh like people joke about it all the time on social media like oh i was with so-and-so's baby daddy and like all this kind of stuff and it's just like you're not realizing like the harm that you could that the that you're putting each other into or that you so it's just like I don't know, it's definitely more prevalent now in general and then especially with the DL couples with guys that are just out here doing men and women. Do you think HIV is a gay disease? No, I don't think it's a gay disease. I think that I, I think that it's looked at as a gay disease. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously anybody could get it. Obviously if a mother has it and she's pregnant, then there's a good chance that her baby could have, you know, HIV. So we can't look at it as strictly a gay disease. I'm not even going to go into, like, where it stemmed from and all that um, because I don't care to. But I don't think it's a gay disease at all just because anybody could get it. A woman that loved her husband so much that that was DL or doesn't consider himself gay, he wanted to experiment one day, but he doesn't consider himself gay. That one experiment cost him HIV. Now his wife has HIV. So, yeah, I don't think it's a gay disease. And I think right now, I think it's more women with it than men. I've, I've read something similar. I'm not going to quote it, but I read that it was a... Allegedly. Yeah. Let me just say that out there. Well, I mean, yeah, I have read that too. But I feel like when it comes to HIV, you know, people automatically assume that you're gay. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, automatically. Exactly. I'm like, what? And like, I used to volunteer and stuff, the clinic stuff, and I would see like people in there and everything, and I'll just be like, you know, she's like, oh, I'm in here, I have HIV, and I'm just like, baby, it's okay, like, you human, you like, and it was it's females, like, but I will say this, a lot of females, you know, do contrast it from their partners being careless, their male partners being careless or out there doing things they shouldn't be doing or whatever. And unfortunately, that just stems from the situation. But I mean, at the same time, that goes back to saying you protect yourself. Like if you, you know, I know some people feel like their partners are truthful and faithful or whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, they say the best way to have is safe sex, period. Whether you want to or not, that's, I mean, it sounds so underwhelming. But be safe, y'all. Don't here don't go, think but... that I'm out here just like raw raw dogging. Like, girl, are you? <laughs> Let's get to the questions, Ronnie. Go down. Stop. Stop. you? Wait. Um. Okay. So, um, oh, I got I got something to read. Um. Also, but I also want to say this. So, I want to just talk about a myth before we get to the questions. 
So it was a myth going around saying that if you was a top, it was harder for you to catch HIV than you that. being a bottom. I remember that. And I used to believe in that myth. Mm-hmm. So a lot of reasons why I did not bottom unprotectedly was because I'm like, nigga, you can give me HIV, but I can, you know, fuck you as a top. It won't catch because I it's it's a lesser percentage of catching it being a top than you being a bottom. I remember that. So wait, so y'all said that's a myth? It, it, it was something like a while back they used to talk about, especially like around BGC time. Like, um, yeah, they used to always say that it was easier for a bottom to get it than a top. So a lot of people went to top. I heard it was more likely that a bottom would get it before a top would. I heard that from a doctor, actually. So they must. Also, it's not a myth. It's not a myth. It's not that it's like, okay, well, if a top and a bottom have sex, like, okay, the bottom is definitely going to get it. Like, but it's easier because of like, if you think about the penis going into the anus, like there's so much blood, Mm -hmm. like your bloodstream is there. Like that's like easy access to your bloodstream. Mm. So if you're, you know what I mean? Like it's just easier. Like somebody's going to nut in you, you know, pre-cum, all that. So it's like the bottom. What is that? They call the wet bussies. (laughs) (laughs) They say so much. (laughs) But um, I want to read this though. The difference between HIV and AIDS, human Im- immunodeficiency virus is a virus that attacks the immune. I you only because immune no deficiency. There you go. Yeah, I just said that. You didn't. Well, okay, a- well, it's a virus that attacks the immune system and is left untreated or not managed well. This can lead to conditions known as acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. Immunodeficiency. Immuno. Immune, immuno, same thing. Mm-hmm. Deficiency syndrome, also known as AIDS. Stage three of the virus advancement. Okay, you guys. Um, also, I want to read this. A person is diagnosed with AIDS after their immune cells. CD4 count has dropped below 200. A person without an HIV diagnosis can could have a count of 500. Also, um, Solomon wrote now, Men's Health Magazine identified that 65% of Americans reported to have unprotected sex in 2017. Oh, wow. Somebody lying, think it's higher. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also, the last thing Solomon wrote, you guys, no recent data on CDC website beyond 2013. I found that very, very alarming that we don't have any up-to-date Allegedly, according to Solomon, um, right. <laughs> we don't have any up-to-date information on it. And allegedly, topic. according to the CDC, they don't have any information. Because I feel like, even though this isn't as big of a deal as it was in the 80s, I feel like it's still a very concerning topic. And so I'm just surprised they don't have like information. And also, I want to let you guys, before we get to the questions... So to me, I feel like have HIV now is like having a a, a common cold. Mm-hmm. I cannot lie. I can meet ten people in Atlanta, and about seven of them have HIV. And I'm not saying all of them is because of their bad things. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. shit happens to right. you. But it to me, it just like very. I got so accustomed to people with HIV. I'm like, oh okay. Like before, like two thousand nine, like oh my god, I can't talk to you now. Just like okay, on your meds, what's your CD four count? Yeah, well, before I moved here, um, one of the things that everybody told me because I came here single, so they're like, you know, just be careful for like HIV is like really big out there. Not only HIV, but plenty of STDs are really prevalent in Atlanta. Um, so I believe you. I caught my first STD in Atlanta. Oh my god, did you freak out, child? I caught gonorrhea. 
Oh my god. On my penis. And I just remember No, it was like it was leaking. It was leaking. It was. I mean, yeah, we're gonna talk about it. gonna talk about okay. it. And I remember having sex with this guy. I had six, probably three people, I'm not gonna lie. I was after you got diagnosed. No, before. Oh, I was okay. fucking three people okay. within that week. And then they said, you know, can sit late and, you know, whatever. And I was just like, damn, all these guys like they were healthy. You know what I'm saying? They like they was they they had good jobs. I'm like these bitches they gave me motherfucking good right. oh So God. I called all three. I said, hey, <laughs> one of y'all bitches gave me gonorrhea. Oh so I ain't never had this shit before. Right. I left Mississippi clean dick. <laughs> I, I came here with clean dick. But one of y'all got bad booty. Okay, so and I and I was fucking y'all raw, so but I wanna know who gave me this shit. Right. And when you think about it, when it's coming from the penis, you can see the discharge, but I've never seen an anus discharge from an STD. They say it's on the inside. Right. So, and I'm just like, well, damn, like, it just makes you think, like, how you could be careless and reckless, and, you know, I'm not trying to put bad simp on a Lancer, but I did catch my first STD from a Lancer. And sometimes you can be asymptomatic, <laughs> so, like, you don't show any, any symptoms of having an STD. And I think that's a lot of the reason why the numbers are higher, because a lot of people don't, they're like, all right, well, I'm not getting checked because I feel like I don't have anything. But the whole time, you might have a little something. You know what I do now? What? I have a friend who has access to medicine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so if I feel like I want to catch something from you, I'll take a uh, penicillin. Oh, like a plan B pill almost. Penicillin, plan B okay. pill. Can you get me some? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because oh you just never know. Like, definitely. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, just in case, like, just there's like a drunkard and you forget to yeah. like, um, and I don't want that. that we can never get y'all. That shit hurt. Yeah. Just imagine your penis and so, and you feel like somebody's like bending it and pinching it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I had an STD before, but okay. I don't. I didn't have. Any I was symptoms. one of y'all to share. I didn't. I didn't think I was the only well, one. Not pulling it out of. Yeah. Allowing us. Yeah. To, Am yeah. I the only one too, Tay? You never had. <laughs> I never had an STD, but I do have HIV. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't telling you to say that. It's fine. Oh, okay. That's what, <laughs> just want to put that out there. Like, I was, I was talking, STD. It's okay, but, uh, but thank you for sharing that, yeah. honestly, truthfully. Um, how do you how do you feel sharing that? Uh, I, I mean, I'm an advocate for HIV, so it's not like, it's not a big deal for me anymore. Like, um, I got diagnosed in 2013, um, and it's, I started speaking about it, like, around 2016, once I got comfortable, like, with it myself. Mm-hmm. And I share my story all the time because I have to let people know that everybody doesn't get HIV from being careless and not being responsible or whatever, because I didn't get it that way. Right. So, you know, I want to encourage people that, okay, just because you have it is not a death sentence, you know, you can still live a normal life. I live a normal life and like, I'm still love. I found someone who accepts me for who I am. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you can still be the same person that you are. You just, you take a pill every day, you know, and it is what it is. Now, I will say this, you know, I was one of those people that before I had it, I was like, I would never get this or whatever. And when I and it's like so funny how God makes things come back to a whole circle for you. So a guy had he was he was interested in me and I found out he had HIV and I told him I couldn't date him or whatever. 
So I didn't know how he felt until that shit happened to me. Oh, I get what you're saying. Went, circle. It, it went full circle. Oh, like, you also may not have been as knowledgeable. As I, and I wasn't. So you might I wasn't either back in 2009. I was scared of I was very unknowledgeable. So it's just like having the knowledge that I have now and everything, like it makes me look at things completely different or whatever. But at the same time, it makes me look at myself like, damn, like the way I treated him, like I got treated. And I see how that shit feels. And that shit, it feels How bad. does that feel? It, feel, it feels like... It hurts because, like, damn, it makes you feel like, will anybody ever want me? Like, yeah. because I know at that moment when I, t like, I really liked the guy, but I was so terrified of him giving it to me. I just didn't even want to take that chance. Like, and it was just like, I met someone and, you know, we were talking and stuff. So before we even got sexual, I was honest with him. I let him know. And he was just like, hey, um, I was like, hey, I'm HIV positive. And he was just like, Oh, I respect you for telling me, but it's just not, you know, it's not something that I'm willing to, you know, chance in my life. So it was just like, God works in a serious way because she went full circle again because he ended up getting, and guess who he called? Me. For advice. for advice. Yes, because he was just like, what do I do? Like, how do I tell people? And I was just like, there's no easy way to tell people because at the end of the day, you never know how they're going to react or how they're going to respond. All you can do is be honest and truthful, you know, and not put anyone else in danger. And don't be selfish because that's what happened to me. Like being selfish and just being like, so I'll just say this. My ex-boyfriend and his two friends raped me or whatever. And that's how I got it. Tay, no. Yes. His friend had it. And that's how I got it. Like, you wasn't there. Oh, my uh, goodness. Why are you tell this to me now? <laughs> you know I'm sensitive, bitch. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, no. my God. He, it happened, and the friend had Did they drug you? No, they held me down. Like, it was my ex, it was my abusive ex-boyfriend that I told y'all about. Yes. Like, and it happened, and this stuff happened. Daniel, yeah. Dude, you don't get the Vaseline in it? <laughs> I don't think they're gonna give him that, but he is in jail. The guy that gave it to me, he is in jail. Um, it's your ex in jail, bitch. Oh no, he's out now, child. Girl, okay, we. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what happened, and I didn't know. Of course, I didn't know. I didn't know that the guy had. He knew he had it, or whatever. And you know, I you know I had to go through therapy and everything, and I was getting checked. Child, I found out on my twenty first birthday, I was HIV positive. I nearly lost it. Oh, that is so crazy. People are so damn. And then when you then when you kill somebody, do some horrendous thing, they say you the crazy one, right? Because bitch, I would probably kill everybody. Like it's being like it's just selfish. I like it was yeah, for me. <laughs> but they have so many selfish people in the world that's like that that will sit there and take that chance with your life. So do you think that selfish, or do y'all think that selfish, or what is the time frame? Do you think it should be for letting someone know that you're undetected? For, so for those of you that are that are not as knowledgeable about HIV, so when you're HIV positive, before you're on your medication, um, while your CD4s are at a certain low level still, you then it. you're considered HIV positive mm -hmm. and you can still spread it. Someone can contract it from you. However, once you've been on the medicine, your CD4 count goes up. So now you're considered undetected. So when someone's undetected, do y'all think they should tell the person, like say you started talking to somebody, Y'all haven't slept around yet, but y'all are still getting to know each other. Because it's something so serious or such an intimate part of you, do you like when do you think is a good time to share the information? Like right up front. I will say this. Um, as much as I feel like people should tell the truth about them on self, it's ultimately up to the person, which is yourself, 
to use protection or not. Mm -hmm. But somebody can tell you I don't have it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody can say, oh, no, I don't have STDs. But these folks, uh, uh, look, example, I had sex with three people. I knew I had clean dick. You know know what I'm saying? I'm just saying for real. And then they told me they had clean booty, but unfortunately that was the case. I'm not trying to laugh. I'm trying to keep up and be serious. But like, and then, you know, as much as I was mad at them, because I was livid, but I was like, you know what, Rodney? I put myself in a situation, right, right. you know, because I actually had sex. I think I told a story already, but like, you know, make a long story short, a person who I had sex with unprotected, I was a top. He had sex with somebody who was HIV positive. Mm-hmm. So as much as I was upset and mad, I had to realize, like, don't nobody owe you anything in this world. I'm just like, it's, it's sad to say that, but don't nobody owe you shit. You have some careless mm-hmm. and reckless-ass people out here yeah. who don't give a mammy fuck about you. So it's up to you to carry yourself in a manner where you are protected. I tell people all the time, we would have sex unprotected, including me. I'm raising my hand. Mm-hmm. But when I get about social security, we get, well, we will let you change our whole life. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Like, I won't give you my account number. I won't give you no money. I won't give you anything. I won't buy you food, bitch. But <laughs> I will have sex with you unprotected and, can, and you can ruin my whole life. Right, exactly. You know, the, you, know you gotta break it down like that sometimes. Yeah. Like, this be real. It's some people I had sex with, bitch, I won't give you a dollar. Yeah. But, like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it's just some sex. But you risk your whole health right. on that. I agree. Yeah. You know, this be- the, as far as time frame goes, like, I can't. I would say it's not a time frame only because like you don't want to just like you start dating someone you don't want to just be like oh let me let them know because you don't know how people are. People are so malicious. You tell them that and then they go run and go tell the world. Right. Like I'm the type of person like I have it. I don't have a problem like no shame anything. But I'm not just going around saying like every to everybody like right. it's not a need to know basis. Right. You know if you need to know you will know. Right. But, the conversation say, yeah. you want to share. Right. You share. When you know the person is really falling for you. I think that's fair. Now, on the first date, bitch, some people on first date, y'all don't talk after that. Yeah. So there's really nobody goddamn business. But when you see that you both are mutually falling for each other, I think that's when you like, hey, before you get any deeper, right. I have something I want to share with you. I would agree with I would agree with that. Because yeah. let's be real. Herpes like, is real, too. A lot of people have herpes. Don't tell them about anything because it's not, it's not shown. Yeah, I feel like when y'all really get to discussing like a real future together, then that's when you should. It's not even, that's too far to me, bitch. I need to know when we are both falling for each other in the beginning. But I feel like around the time you're falling for each other, you're going to consider next steps. Like, oh, like, you know, oh, I really want to be with you. Or like, we're spending more time together. Like, after the third day, after the third day. No, because people can go on three or four dates and still be like, oh, like, we we just kind of fucking, like, we're cool. But what if the other person's like it and fucking? Yeah. You don't think she know before y'all have sex? I mean, I think. No, you definitely know before y'all have sex. Okay, so take away the sex part. Yeah. Because I'm trying to minimize their relationship. Like, they went for four dates, but it's still not that serious. So I don't really think you can put the number of dates on there, but just more so, like, when y'all are at that that level. And like Tay said, I don't have it, but I don't know how I will feel, you know, if I get full circle. It can happen. happen, I do reckless shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Keep it real. Um, and it can happen. So that's why when I meet people now HIV, if I like you, I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah, like course. the old me was like, bitch, get the fuck away from right. me. I'm just keeping it real. Like, yeah, get the fuck back. Yeah. You know, but now it's just like my friends have it. One of my best, best friends have it. And like he taught me so much. 
and I see what he go through and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know what? He's a good guy. My friend is a wonderful guy. And it's like, why she not receive love because of something A lot like of people that. see that and put like, and see it as a label of a type of person. So if you're, if you have this, then you're in this category. Like you have to fit in this category somehow. Yeah. Right. So. And that's why I literally say this all, I have to remind myself that like, HIV is who, what I have, it's not who I am. Right, exactly. Like, exactly. you know, and even with my, like my fiance, I told him like, you know, I told him definitely before we had sex or whatever, because at the end of the day, I cared about him. And I was not going to definitely put him in a situation where we had to like, oh, I forgot to tell you this. Now we got to go get you tested or whatever. Because like, again, sometimes you get caught up in the moment or whatever. But when you're thinking of a, someone else and not yourself, you will stop. Yeah. Because that's what happened with us. Like we were just in emotion and then I stopped and I was like, wait, hold up. Like, you got a ring on your finger. You be acting like I like you can see us or talk to us until the day of the show. Well, the people in the show don't know. Oh yeah, well, yes, I have my ring. So he has his ring now. So now you can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you saying that's why he's yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Man, I got you a ring, bitch. I got my ring, child. <laughs> so I mean, hey. Oh, you, you but let's get to the questions. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, am I okay? So let's go to. Um, so I don't think we get, we have time to answer all of them. So let's start with number two, and then y'all can kind of each take a question, yeah. maybe. Uh, so I'm gonna start with number two. Okay. <laughs> of course, you want to start with number two. <laughs> uh, so question number two says, "Do you like getting nutted in, or do do you like getting nutted in, and or do you like nutting in others?" Go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I hope my mom does not. <laughs> Your mama know you a freak child. <laughs> you got it from. <laughs> I'm talking about nut. Um, so I do, I, do, I do like getting nutted in. I feel like Ooh. for some reason it's like, I don't know. It like turns me on more. It's like an reason. ownership thing. No, not an ownership, but I feel like it turns me on more. I feel like. Um, like my body made you do that. I feel like, you know, like, I don't know. I just like it, but I'm also a freak. So okay. like, I'm very like, you know, well-educated, like I carry myself well, but in the bed, I'm a freak. Like, that's my thing. So, you so like I do like getting, How can... um, I'm not a top, um, and I don't top. So no, I don't... no, all the time we like the how can... What is that? Get none of these, bitch. Oh, okay. I have to look that up. <laughs> I don't like know what I mean by that. <laughs> but I was going to the second question, the second part of it. Uh, I'm not a top, so I don't nut in others. So that answers that. What about? Have I ever been nutted in? Or did you know? Oh, would you not have known? <laughs> Honestly, if I have to be totally honest, <laughs> I only let a good six people top me out my whole experience being Your a gay, gay man career. gay man um my first boyfriend we didn't do that he never now he did fuck me mm -hmm. but he's always pull out and i'm glad not because he was a whore nope. so i respect that shit because he was a fucking whore right. um <clears throat> i will say this i i don't know you don't know sometimes you don't know i don't know oh, if you were nothing because people you know because for what I seen they always pull but out, yeah. you like and I like to get nutted on. So I want you to nut on my back, mm -mm. you know, right. like that's fun too. You know what I'm saying? Like my no, really? No, no, no. 
You don't but be like, liking these guys that you be messing you with. You can nut on my back and shit. Like, I like this shit, especially when you nut a lot and I just spill the glob. <laughs> I was like, oh. It's like a cream. It's like shower. a creamy shower. So I don't, so if a guy ever nutted in me, I I wouldn't have known. This is my But God, you I'm wouldn't sure. like it though because you would prefer I would, to be don't, don't not nut in me. Okay, you, I just, I, I cannot get pregnant with we nutting in me fuck. <laughs> But do not have I have nothing in others? Fuck yes. Okay. I love to nut at people. It's, okay. a, it's a turn on. I don't know why. But you just can't nut at me. Right. <laughs> but I can nut at you. Right. And I think some guys will be fine with that, obviously. Yeah. What about you, Tay? Um no, I have never nutted anyone. Um really? really? Not even no. Why? Because oh my God. I'm protecting him. What do you mean? Not okay. if you're undetected, then you're not. Then you're not. I'm not taking that chance with him. Okay. Oh well, I mean, that's like <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, have I been in? Yes. Um, like you be pushing really it out. early, early years. You leave it now. You push it out. Yeah, I push it out. What about you? I leave it in there. I mean, it it comes out eventually. Wait, bitch, you leave it in there. <laughs> bitch, be leaving the house with a with a dead ass. <laughs> 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 like, Daddy is still in me. Damn, damn, you go home with it, bitch. Y'all don't know. What I do. Like, what if I am home? What if I am home when I'm getting out of there? I mean, you keep it in you. It comes out. Like, I don't sit there and be like, okay, we just got done. Let me. <laughs> like, or let me go to the bathroom and sit there until it comes out. It comes out on its own. Like, it's just. Literally... When you fart? <laughs> I'm dead. I this just, conversation. I usually, <laughs> like, shower and like get myself together and you push it out the oh like i might like use a um enema again like a fleet again you push it up no when you push it everything that you put in comes back out no but i was told that you supposed to push it out well i'm not about to be pushing it out and i'm fine so Okay, girl. And I don't get nutted in like that to be. I mean, nobody's look. You, you know, know, I don't judge. You know, I'm a freak. I know, I'm just. I don't judge nobody. Though, for them, not oh, because yeah. baby, Eric, yeah. they fucking too. <laughs> Shit, probably doing threesomes and right probably now. They're, in. They're, probably, they're probably trying to nut to somebody after this nut talk on the show. Okay, so I will read one. Do you think there is enough education of HIV and AIDS when you were growing up? I would say no, as far well. Teenage years, no. Early, um, late teen, pre-adult, yes. Um, but it's more prevalent now when you see um things, commercials, um, and things like that. That's my opinion. How about you? How about you, Dave? No, I agree. Um now, but then no, because again, like a lot of stuff I had to like for me, I had to learn like on my own. Or whatever, because it wasn't as much education as it is now, which I'm grateful for it now because it makes it a lot easier, you know, for people that's getting it now. But then it was just like, child, when I say depression, depression like a motherfucker. Like, because I didn't, like, all I get to get is one little pamphlet, like, here, this is what you need, bitch. And you're still like, and they don't show hell? emotion either, huh? No, they don't show emotion. Like, they don't. Like, when I, um, when I found out. So, how do they tell you, like, this, like, I got your results. You have HIV. They don't, they don't, they don't look sad. They don't show a face. Mm-mm. Well, the doctor, she came in. Um, she was like, you can come back in the room or whatever. So I, got, I came back in the room and she's like, um, she's like, so you tested positive. And I was just looked at this like, 
You just said that like you like you say this on a normal like every day on a normal basis like. So they I, don't really don't show no. They don't show no emotion. They told they cannot do that. They, they, they cannot show you emotion. They do not show emotion. I feel like a lot of that is because if they come at you with sadness, then you're gonna feel like it's okay to even. You might have some being late and go like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, and and they do say that because um you know some people. When you tell them, like, they flash out, you know, they want to hurt themselves and stuff. So it's best for them to keep their composure because they show emotion. It makes you think, like, okay, bitch, you over here crying and I'm crying. Am I am I dying? Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, that's what they're looking exactly. at. Like, so they have to be able to stand firm. Don't get me wrong. They do have some doctors that do be emotional. They're not supposed to. But sometimes when you see them people break down, like, and your heart is just, you one of those people that have a heart, you can't. You can't. Especially when you're not out here being a, you know. Yeah, that's what right. broke me down. Uh, oh, like, oh, like, I can only imagine being with someone who I'm supposed to trust and they give, God, God you know me. God know me. <laughs> Baby, yeah. that would be dead. He does. God knows you well. <laughs> if you want to spin the block, bitch, let me know. <laughs> I'm down as long as it's at nighttime. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> right, so production said we got ten minutes. Say so you want to ask a question before we move on to left on red, or you want to? Um, I'll just say this real quick. Um, let okay. me see which one it is. Uh, it says if you knew someone with HIV, what advice would you give them? Um, I would just say that take your medication. You know, live a very healthy life, and again, do not feel like your life is over because it's not. Like, do not do go into a shell and. Because when you go into that shell, whatever your mind thinks, that's what it's going to be. Like, your mind is one of the most strongest things on your body. Like, whatever you feel in your mind, that's what it's going to be. So if you feel in your mind that you're going to be okay, then you're going to be okay. But if you don't feel like you're going to be okay, you're not going to be okay. So always stay positive about the situation. You know, be honest with people. And, like, surround yourself around your friends and family. Like, my friends and family helped me get through it. Like, really did. They supported me. They, you know, checked on me all the time. And I needed that. Like, I didn't know how much I needed it until I did. So, you know, surround yourself around the right people. And don't trust everybody with your information because it's not for everybody. Amen to that. Thank you for sharing that yeah. and being vulnerable yes, with us you. and our viewers. Yeah. Um, all right. So the last segment of our show, we hate to leave you guys. The last segment is Left on Red. So this letter reads, Dear Open Relationship Podcast, I walked in on my boyfriend performing autophilatio. And it really caught me off guard because, for one, I didn't know he could do that. And two, I've never seen that before. Well, in person, anyway. The issue is that he does not suck my dick because he's a strict top, but sucks his own. I always said I wouldn't allow sex to interfere with my relationship. However, it's unfair and a dick is a dick. How should I go about it? Am I making it a big deal? Okay, I'm a little confused. I'm sorry. Wow. So is he saying? No, look, y'all, I'm not being rude because y'all know how y'all be, <laughs> baby. <laughs> but go ahead, point of question. I know he means fellatio, so I'm assuming that they're both. It's a gay. It's gay men, mm-hmm. right? They're both together. His man is a strict top, and he say he don't suck the bottoms. His bottoms dig, right? But he sucks the, his own. He sucks his own dick. That's yes. what auto fellatio. That's what that is. That means you can do it yourself. Oh, so I was I was so <laughs> co- fucking confused. Oh, so you thought it was just head, like fellatio. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Auto. So, so auto fellatio means his he own dick. So you own can like dick. he can suck his own. your legs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that. Oh my god, I'm so. I'm, I'm gonna so say. Stuck. I'm gonna say a dick is not a dick because one could like his could be sm- like smaller than yours, so he might be able to easily suck his. 
better or I don't know. Devin, reword that. That's, I feel like, it might oh. be bigger than yours. So for <laughs> you can't have a small dick getting to fellatio. They this could be them and their relationship. Like it, this is not me. This is not y'all. So we really can't say. It's but it sounds like it, obviously the strict top is sucking his own dick and the bottom wants his dick suck. So my thing is the bottom's dick could be bigger than the top stick. So he's oh, like, oh, I'll suck my own because I'm not choking. I'm not slob. Like, you know, it's not a big deal compared to trying to take something that's, you know, a little bit harder. That could be the case. I'm not saying that is, but I'm just saying to his point, a dick is not a dick. They're all different. Um, but how should you go about it? Mention it. Like, if you want to get pleased, then... You shouldn't be going without, especially he's already sucking his own dick. He might as well suck yours. Hmm. Uh, uh Felicia is very big in my household. Um, I'll be down. You tell me, you know, for I won't even be with you if you don't suck dick. A lot of guys. I don't care about eating ass because they don't really do nothing for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. But you gotta suck dick. Yeah. So if you don't suck dick, then we won't be no together. Yeah, I think that's. But now if I am with you and you tell me you don't suck dick. And then I walk in on you sucking your own dick. Then we have a big fucking right, issue. And that's, I don't know. I'm not going to judge anybody that does it themselves, but I probably wouldn't. Would you? If I saw my dick, I probably would. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what you say? I tried to do it. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> you make yourself not the best by yourself. So if I can suck this dick, bitch, if I was that limber, I'd be... <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, but to the bottom, I stand with you, bitch. We will probably breaking up as we speak. My advice, to you will probably be, you got ultimate. Are we gonna start sucking my dick? Or are we breaking up? Um, because Just don't say no, it like that. But like I said what I said because ain't no way you are gonna be sucking. If I walk in and my man sucking his own goddamn all, dick, I don't even want to see you sucking your own dick. Like I just. Hell, I do. It's amazing. But, no. bitch, you don't suck my dick? And I see you going on town with your dick? <laughs> bitch, we got a whole issue. <laughs> I <laughs> shit, I agree. Like, that right there is just... I mean, what would be, like, what explanation could he give? Like, you won't suck my dick, but you suck your own? Like, yeah, exactly. I would love to know, like, what would be his explanation? Like, <laughs> And then I would feel like, okay, like, am I not sucking it good enough that you got to go and suck your own dick? Like, damn. Right, because I'm sure he's sucking his dick, right, so exactly. that could be it. He might so, like, to be fair, after I fuck, <laughs> I still go jack off by myself. But that does not mean that it was not good sex. I just like to jack my own dick and nut again without a person. Why? why? So why don't you just like nut on the person? Like, why don't you just like do it? Once we're done fucking, I'm going to jack my dick. So, and again, that does not mean that the sex was not good. Poor mom. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, mercy. Oh. <laughs> but no, I'll just say like, yeah, that's that's just a that's just a big ass red flag for me. Like, unless you're just not doing it right, if you ain't, understand why he's doing it himself. Bitch, you gotta uh do a exactly. You have to like I'm not understanding. Like, if you sucking his dick and he and he still have to suck his own dick, there's a problem. Right, all this dick you might need some. <laughs> you might need to ask yourself. <laughs> 
Yeah, you might want to look in the mirror. Sorry, bro. It's like it ain't nobody said nobody. So, bitch. You might have to look in the mirror, girl, and ask yourself, like, what am I doing wrong? Let's go. No shade. $200 goes straight to jail. Yeah. Damn. Or, yeah, just I just talk to him. If not, it's time for another relationship. Yeah, just find somebody who will deny my husband. Well, I'll take this advice. But, David, Or we suck need... your own. Try to suck your own. I don't think he can. He probably would have been good. But David, you know, on so somebody has alarmed me that on the podcast that it's not fair that we don't give the email on the podcast because they don't watch the YouTube. So can we start getting out the email verbally for people? Who, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So they don't watch yeah. So. Okay. Can you give it to them? Yes. Okay. So the email to send your letters and Devin will read it is open relationship podcast at gmail.com. It's just how you spell it. So just spell open relationship podcast at gmail.com and we'll better read your letters. This is for the people who listen to the podcast, it's not on YouTube. Yes, and they will be anonymous. So don't yeah. think that I'll be like, oh, um, big booty uh Charlene from the A sent me an email saying, you know, whatever. So if you want it to be known who you are, then by all means we'll definitely name you, shout you out. Um, but if not, then it'll be completely anonymous. So I will let you read this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, openers, thank you for coming and joining the four of us. I'm sorry, the three of us, <laughs> as we swallow hard topics and spit our difference of opinions. Yes, bitch, keep it in like that. <laughs> <laughs>